Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. This episode is a best wishes debate. I will present my guests with two wishes connected by a theme, and they will debate which one you should take if presented with both. Previously, we had, would you rather have all your trash magically disappear or never need to go to the washroom again? You chose to say goodbye to the toilet over the trash can. Final results, 66% for no washroom on both Twitter and Facebook. This week, we're talking food. We asked, would you rather never get hungry and can't starve or never have any food taste less than delicious? I'm joined by Shohanna Sharman and Trevor Campbell to bite into this juicy topic. Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. Joining me this time, we have Shohanna Sharman. Hello. And Trevor Campbell. Hi. Uh, so we have two different wishes themed around the same idea, and we are going to have them debate over which one they think is better. So this one's based around food. The scenario number A is you never get hungry and cannot starve, or B, nothing ever tastes less than delicious. Uh, would you guys please state which one you are in favor of? I am in favor of never getting hungry and not starving. <laughs> the idea of never being hungry to me is offensive on a personal level. So I am B, nothing ever tastes less than delicious. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's get some debate going. What, what, why did you pick yours? Um, I am someone who often forgets to eat and <laughs> because I just like get into work mode and I just forget meals and then six hours pass by and suddenly my stomach hurts. And so okay. the idea of just you know, not not having my stomach hurt and just kind of being like, oh, right, I'm ready to eat now um, is great. I guess, too, if you can't starve, then you're not uh, doing long-term damage to your permanent health as a result of this behavior that you already have. That, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds very uh, small potatoes, but it does make a difference. No, I, I definitely said I, I imagine it's also like if you're not remembering to eat because you're getting distracted with work, it's probably because you feel eating would disrupt your flow, right? Yes. I am very much an in-the-zone kind of person. So once I'm there, I just uh, forget anything else exists. Okay. <laughs> Trevor, what about you? Well, uh, I am your uh, your grandparent who lives in a Florida retirement home because mm -hmm. I eat every day at 8 a.m., 12.30, and 6. I look forward to this time. Sometimes I can't even quite make it to one of those times. So I'm... It's not a problem. For, I When people are like, oh my God, I don't remember the last time I've eaten. I eat and then I'm like, how long do I have to wait until I can <laughs> sort of like in a socially acceptable way eat again? So that's not a problem. Also, the worst feeling is when someone shows you some kind of delicious food like cake or something and you're like, you know what? I, I can't eat this. Like I'm too full. What torture. And that would be your entire life. Well, I guess I didn't say for Shoanna that you can't eat. You just don't 
get hungry. So you, you, you okay. wouldn't have to eat. I guess you still could. I'll still eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still allowed to eat, guys. We did not. Let, let's clarify. Okay. Yeah. I can eat. I just don't get hungry. I yeah. just eat when I have time. Yeah, yeah, but some of the food you're going to eat is going to be like, eh. whereas in Camp B, everything is perfectly delicious. Which means nothing is ever going to be special. Every meal will oh, just be I see fine because every meal is delicious. <laughs> so nothing is special. So you can't tell the difference between mashed potatoes and quinoa. Well, what, if they're all delicious that. in different ways, they're still delicious. They're still distinct. And are you shaming me for <laughs> you're punishing me for being a glutton and i see you and i respect that <laughs> with that being said the other thing too if everything is that delicious i'm like one of the saving graces is you eat something and you're like and eh, that was fine but it's easy to stop maybe i'm just gonna go whole hog all the time i guess yeah so if you have this power trevor okay. and anything every anything you did try to eat would be delicious do you think you would use that in the the health way or in the cheap way? Like, would you buy cheap food because you know it was going to taste like gourmet food anyway? Or would you buy healthy food because you knew it would still taste like junk food? Like, it'd be just as good as eating junk food. No, you know, and this is easy for me because I was raised Catholic. So I'm conditioned to uh, like suffering and punishment, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. self-inflicted. Um, so yeah, so like a super like healthy food, I would still be 100% here for. Um, it, it then goes with like my eating time. So I... I want to optimistically say I could control myself and be responsible. But you might not. Yeah. If it, everything tastes delicious, it might be hard to uh, keep track of your, your actual volume of intake because if everything's good. Yeah. And if every, I mean, I could find the sweet spot with things that are healthy and cheap because um, yeah. everything tastes incredible. I mean, celery would be huge, right? Because they say like you can eat as much celery as you want because right. it's basically calorie neutral. It, it's mostly water. But if it's but delicious. No nutrients. So maybe I'm just walking around with like a bag of <laughs> raw celery and like maybe there's, um, I don't know, we got some wheat germ in there, yeah. maybe some like lukewarm quinoa. And I that's feel like people are making faces at you because you're going to be like, mm, oh, so good. Oh, delicious. And while just you're munching down on that soggy celery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not going to be dating much. <laughs> 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 you won't want to go to like the nice fancy restaurant yeah because you'll be like i mean anything's good i know those chumps look at this garbage can full of delights does the financial benefit help appeal to you at all shohana the not having to eat or do you think you still would eat a lot i think i would still eat i just you know when you skip lunch and then you get up at 3 p.m and literally your stomach is making loud noises and <laughs> earning like i would like to avoid that feeling before eating that's all i'm saying <laughs> this seems to happen to you so much that this is enough it alone. really it really happens way more than it should it really <laughs> like, really does I, it's funny because as trevor was saying like he eats on a routine that was me pre-pandemic because i used to go oh. to an office every day so i would wake up in the morning you know eat my breakfast at 7 30 before leaving for work have lunch at work at noon and then come home and eat dinner at seven that was my life but since right. moving to remote now like so often i just work through lunch because things are going on and there's no separation between work and home anymore. Right. Or sometimes over my lunch hour, if I'm not working, I'll go for a walk and then I'll come back and I'll be starving. So it's just like 
I don't have that routine anymore. And so I forget to feed myself like a child. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm in pain. Like literally it hurts. Oh no. And I just don't I, want that feeling. I mean, this is neither to the wish. I just think I think you need a bowl of almonds at your desk or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have started. Something? I have started just keeping apples nearby. <laughs> Good, yeah. I think that's a that's a strong step. Like uh, sew a cliff bar into your sleeve lining or something for emergencies. <laughs> Whereas I'm someone. I think so I'm. Come out, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I just, just thought it. of stuffing almonds into my bra. That was my. <laughs> that's where my mind went. Yeah. The other day, I was talking to a friend, and she uh, to demonstrate how much she kept in her bra, which is pulling things out. And I think that I mean, if that's something you're comfortable with, your set, just load them up. Oh, there's. I mean, there's. We can stuff a lot in there, so definitely. I mean, maybe I could get like a little sports bra, and instead of my bag full of lukewarm quinoa that I carry around, what if I just had it like tight against my body? Like fill the the <laughs> I just gross myself out. I'll say yeah. it anyway to fill a bra with lukewarm quinoa and then eat yeah. it as I walk. It does seem like it would have some texture issues and just kind of. Is anyone else turned on? Be honest. I just feel like the ziplock would definitely burst. Yeah. It's oh no. <laughs> and then how do you explain that? Yeah. Uh, excuse me, Trevor. You seem to be uh, leaking quinoa from your armpits. <laughs> how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> sick what about you maddox which one would you choose Ooh, um i am more tempted i think by the never get hungry yes man but it, it is it is very on the line for me because welcome to the dark side <laughs> listen y'all do... just need day nurses who regulate your food <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong i really do i need someone <laughs> I do. I a lot of the time I end up eating just to like mark my day because I know I will get hungry if I don't eat, and it can become this whole thing of like, well, I can't do that now because I'm gonna need to eat at some point, and this will take too long, and just like fitting and the cooking time and all this things like keeping track of food can be a lot. I find, especially if you ever work like one of those shifts where they like bring you out into the middle of nowhere, and so like there's no food around. And so, like, they give you a lunch break, and you spend your whole break trying to find somewhere you can eat. Oh, God. Right? Wait, uh, what job are we talking about where they cart you out to an undisclosed location? I've Who done, do like, work staffing for? jobs, like brand okay. ambassador stuff mm. or, like, event staff. Yes. And, like, yes. sometimes, like, and you can take a half-hour break at this time, but um, there's nowhere to get food, and uh, yeah. we don't have any, like, there's no good break room to prepare <laughs> food or, like, even a microwave. So it's like, okay, I didn't, <laughs> I can't. Find anything. I was like, how many break. Twix do I have to eat to feel full? I, yeah. <laughs> I was at like an event and I tried to, like, they said there'd be food there. What they meant was like a food truck. And it took me a half hour, my whole break, <gasps> standing in line to get to the front of the line oh, to God. get my food. And then I didn't get to eat it. <laughs> like, Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that too. Cause like, also, we recorded this at six. And so I, you know, very rude because that's my dinner time. Um, but, you know, I played ball. <laughs> I didn't know it was so hard scheduled. I didn't know. <laughs> can you it imagine? Was key I'm just like your life. slurping soup during the whole recording. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I was like, okay, okay, Campbell, do you eat before or do you eat after? And the idea of having the food shakes, because I get the food shakes, I was like, I can't risk it. I got to be in my A game. So I ate immediately prior to speaking to you. Because yeah, you know, you know, your food's going to affect your mood and your your focus and stuff like that. Yeah. And if we could just regulate 
hunger to where hunger wasn't a thing, you wouldn't get the food shakes. Yeah, and you yeah. know, that's a very good point. I think especially for me, I don't know how everyone else functions on the weekends. I really just become like a bag of bones on the weekends. I feel like <laughs> I just have like no routine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll wake up and I'll have like I'll make a huge breakfast at 10 a.m. and then I just will go about my day and it'll be like 7 p.m. at night and I'll be like, oh man, my stomach hurts. What's going on? Oh, I forgot to eat <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> this episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/spooked. S p o o k e d to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and Mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out and um, gives me anxiety it uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open it uh, up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all... And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. I now, the alternative, how Trevor does appeal to me is that I am also a very picky eater when I do eat, uh-huh. which means I eat a lot of food that I know is bad for me. So uh-huh. again, if I could just munch celery all the time and it would all taste great, then I could finally have healthy food in my life, I guess. I perfect. guess my question with that is like, even just the sound of celery is repulsive <laughs> to me. So I just... What, like chewing it or the word? I, you know what? I, <laughs> celery is like the one vegetable that I never buy and never eat because it just, I don't know. I associate it with just like, I mean, chewing. The word I was going to say is mastication because that right. reminds me of cows. <laughs> and that's what I associate with celeries where they just like chew so much. It's yeah. disgusting to me. Yeah, it's a good so one. I'm just thinking like with Wish B, like, would you, would you, if you knew a food was not tasty, but with this wish, 
it would have to be tasty. Like, would mm-hmm. your brain override what you know about the food? I think magic is stronger than my brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. fine. I, I think delicious does not imply texture. I think that's where you might run into trouble, right? I, yeah. agree. I think that's a great it's point. Taste. Yeah. Which is why I actually like the idea of, of celery because celery has a great crisp crunch to it. You know, like, okay, I know you don't Oof. like it, but it just you know, barfed a little. <laughs> there's a reason they use it for the sound of breaking bones in like Foley and sound effects. They oh, do? Yeah. Oh, no, you've just ruined celery. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like oh. the go to Foley artist thing for like people getting like bones broken or like people should like anything that's like a good. Cr- graphic crunch Whoa. it's normally just people holding celery up to a mic and cracking at the right moment <gasps> that's really that's because cool. it's kind of wet and fibrous that's it's wet sick. fibrous and it's got that perfect little crunch so like i would love and that's that what's going on like the box chocolate bars. wet fibrous with that perfect little crunch <laughs> celery <Yeah>. celery <laughs> paid for by the celery board of ontario <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's gross but yeah like i mean oatmeal would still be mushy mush that like yeah, um, <laughs> even yeah. tastes great it's like and that's oh, okay. why i'm like if you can't remove texture how delicious can the food be i guess like i'm a big texture person like i don't eat a lot of foods because like the texture's off right so but you could i feel focus, like that's why i couldn't go for wish be you could focus okay, well, purely then, on texture let me hit you here and this is also because i'm trying to rethink my brothel of quinoa idea which <laughs> obviously <laughs> has limitations we we um, you blend everything. So it's just smoothie town and they taste delicious no matter what. So you just put in the cheapest stuff, like, you know, chicken off cuts and, um, I don't know, wet I'm beans. Just... <laughs> I, I hate to interrupt. <laughs> I hate to interrupt, but I'm just going to flag again. We're back in cult territory. <laughs> like we're strongly back in cult yes, territory with the Soylent green. Uh, listen, but with that sweet, uh, tangy taste. Are you going to be complaining? I I just think I don't think you realize what you're going to look like to the rest of the world as you go through this chicken offcut slurry. You know what it's going to be? You know those like going, mm, so good. You want to taste? But also, when you say nothing is not delicious, like everything still has its own individual taste. So a chicken smoothie is still a fucking chicken smoothie. It's, you've got a Think point. Think about yes, what you're true. saying. This it's, is true. It's like the nicest chicken smoothie you could possibly it's imagine. It's still a fucking chicken smoothie. Okay, so correct. So okay, so back up. Maybe we're doing fresh fruits and other, you know, a good B vitamin or something. But I get one of those hats um, mm-hmm. that has straws mm-hmm. coming out of it and straight into my mouth, and then yeah. just the feed bag just kind of <laughs> empties out. Okay. Okay. You have so turned yourself into now, cattle. <laughs> so we have now entered a universe where you started with every food in the world tastes delicious and I want it all. And now you have narrowed it down to I eat fruit smoothies out of a horse feed back in my hat. Like That's the journey we've been on. I, I'm going to just stress this for the audience. You don't have to do it Trevor's way. This wish has so much potential. You, do, you, you don't have to be yourself. Trevor. Suit yourself, people. I just think you're really focusing on like the transportation of food rather than the enjoyment of food. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to keep moving. I don't, if food is this great, I don't want to be sitting in my home alone. (laughs) But then you're not even enjoying the food. You're just always on the run. 
<laughs> Why am I running? What if I'm just <laughs> strolling, waving to uh, you know the, my neighborhood folk as I slurp uh, chicken off cuts? Stop doing the chicken slurry. No one likes the chicken slurry. <laughs> wet beans? Are we back to wet beans? Sure. Wet beans are still better than a chicken slurry in a cup. <laughs> so uh, the rock in a hard place, I guess. I mean, just, okay. I just like delicious things, guys. <laughs> Nothing I, you've described sounds delicious so far. I, I think you've done say. a very bad job of selling. Your, I think your case is strong. Okay. You have not done a good job of selling. Yeah, it. yeah. These are bad examples. These are bad <laughs> examples. Are examples. Yeah. G- give I me thank an hour. you for your dedication. <laughs> uh, all right. I think. I think. Let's let's get ready to throw it out to the audience. Let's do some final arguments. So, if if you're trying to convince the audience that your side is the best side, what are your final remarks to convince them? Johanna, I'll have you go first. Listen, we all have those days where. You know, life just comes at you and you feel out of control and you don't know what's going on. And by the time you know what's going on, you are starving and your stomach hurts. And no one <laughs> wants that. We're too old for that. We don't need that. So let's let's all just create a system where we never get hungry. And so also, I forgot to say this earlier. If you never get hungry, then when you are eating, you're eating solely for enjoyment. Which is yeah. fantastic. Like, that is what food should be. It should be nourishing, obviously. But, like, you're actually just eating food, appreciating food more because, like, for the taste, for the enjoyment of it. Then it's like a social experience, unlike eating a smoothie out of a feed bag. So I just <laughs> – not to undercut anyone else's argument, which – although I totally did. Um, that was I a direct personal like, attack. <laughs> Clearly, She but. tries to hurt me with my own words. <laughs> But if you never get hungry, then you actually, like, enjoy the experience of eating more almost because you're not shoving food into your mouth to be like, oh, my God, I need to feed myself because my body is hurting. You're actually like, oh, no, uh, let me make myself a nice meal and uh, then I'm going to watch something on Netflix and, you know, have this chill evening. Like, that's the dream. Ooh, I like that. I like the idea of putting like all my food preparation into a single meal, right? Like, yeah. So worth it. All right, yeah. Trevor, final arguments from you. <clears throat> According to a 2021 Gallup poll, 80% of people would choose delicious food over sex. Therefore, uh, delicious food is something people, that's not a Gallup poll. I just made that up. <laughs> I, I <didn't laughs> believe that you thought I'd Googled really quickly. No. Delicious. I you pulled that out of your butt. Delicious. The <laughs> pleasure derived from delicious food is incomparable to anything else. Therefore, if every food could be delicious, think of the the quality of living that you would be entitled to. Um, there would be no cost barriers because any old cheap sludge, as I've said several times, would be delicious to you. Um, so there's something you can enjoy. Certainly, it would create new opportunities for travel because you just have your feed bag. Um, so uh, I mean, yes, I don't walking through the feedback. <laughs> Stop bringing up the feedback with my feedback. <laughs> feedback. That is the dream. Hey, hey, girl, what you got in your feedback? That'd be, <laughs> that'd be something we'd say to each other. Um, yeah. So, in conclusion, listen. Um, I like food. Food is delicious. I recognize this comes with the caveat that you do have to learn to feed yourself before you starve. Are you up to the challenge? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor thinking so little of us. Okay. So, 
<laughs> now it's up to you, See, I felt that judgment in my bones. <laughs> I'm just throwing it back. Say. I'm throwing it back. <laughs> okay. So, audience, what would you vote for? Would you prefer never get hungry, can't starve, or nothing ever tastes less than delicious? We want to hear what you vote for, and let us know if there's any other wishes you'd like to hear us break down. Feedback. <laughs> Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com, join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or buying a t-shirt on TeePublic. All this information at BreakAWish.ca. For more Johanna Sharman, check out Finders Grievers, a happy-ish podcast about grief and different guest experiences with grief. For more Trevor Campbell, check out You Made Me Queer, an accusatory podcast about asking queer guests who or what made them queer. Both are available on the Sonar Podcast Network. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.